بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين We thank Allah Jalla wa'ala for having granted us the opportunity to resume our podcast We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us all goodness and barakah and acceptance Amin When we look in the Quran we find that as the scholars mention Every single verse of the Qur'an is somehow directly or indirectly getting the reader to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there are verses in the Qur'an wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about himself. He speaks about his names. He speaks about his attributes. He speaks about how he deserves to be worshipped. There are other verses in the Qur'an which speak about stories, stories of the Anbiya, stories of some of the pious people, stories of some of the tyrants. And we find that these stories, the one who ponders over them, he gets to or he reaches the fact that this story is taking him to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This story is basically helping him to understand what is required of him from his creator. So we find in some stories Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions tawakkul. He speaks about, for example, how Musa alayhi salam put his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when the sea was in front of him and Fir'aun was behind him and it looked like there was no possible escape. Yet in other verses we find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about halal and haram what is permissible and what is impermissible. Again, the one who ponders over these verses will realize that yes, it takes him back to the fact that he has to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, either by doing that which he has ordered or staying away from that which he has prohibited. So as we mentioned, when we look at the Quran as a whole, we find that it leads a believer the one who ponders over it, the one who learns it to make his life and everything that he does for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and live in the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered him to live. Some of the scholars mention that when looking at these verses, when looking at the Quran, we find that roughly one third of it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks directly about himself. So he says, for example, that he is the one who is he is all hearing, all seeing. He speaks about himself, his attributes, his qualities. The other third speaks about halal and haram, what is permissible and what is impermissible. And there is the last third which mentions stories. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the benefits of these stories. From these benefits, he tells Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وَكُلَّنَّ نَقُصُّ عَلَيْكَ مِنْ أَنْبَاءِ الرُّسُلِ مَا نُثَبِّتُ بِهِ فُؤَادَكَ Basically, all these stories that we have narrated to you, we have revealed down to you about the previous messengers, the difficulties they went through, what they faced when it came to their people, all of it is to keep you steadfast, to keep your heart firm and steadfast so you can carry on with the message. And you can relate that the difficulties you are going through the previous messengers also went through. Bi'ibnillah, in this episode and the coming episodes, we will go over what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls the best of stories. نَحْنُ نَقُصُّ عَلَيْكَ أَحْسَنَ الْقَصَصِ Telling Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we narrate to you the best of stories in this Qur'an. What is the story? 
Who is the story speaking about? What happens in the story? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Yusuf, he begins by saying, Alif Lam Ra. These letters that come at the beginning of this surah, as well as some of the other surah. So for example, in some surahs, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins by saying Alif Lam Mim, or for example, Taha, etc. The scholars mention that the best when it comes to these letters is to believe obviously that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most definitely revealed them because there is a hikmah and there is wisdom behind it. However, when it comes to its meaning, there is nothing clear cut that has told us or that has proven to us, for example, it means this or it means that. So when it comes to the meaning, we say Allah knows best what he meant or what is meant by these letters. They also go a step further to mention that sometimes we can look at the reasoning. So we mentioned that the meaning, we say Allah knows best. But one of the reasonings some of the scholars mentioned, they say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this Quran in the Arabic language. And at the beginning of this surah, when he says, for example, Alif, Lam, Ra, these are letters in Arabic. And it is a challenge. He is telling the people, those who reject, that this Quran is revealed in the same language that you speak, made up of the same letters. So if you disbelieve in it, why don't you try and bring something similar? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Allah jalla wa'ala then says, Tilka ayatul kitab al These are the verses of the clear book, either referring to the verses being revealed about Yusuf alayhi salam, the story of Yusuf alayhi salam, or the Qur'an as a whole, the fact that this Qur'an is extremely clear, revealed from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah jalla wa'ala then says, Inna anzalnahu Qur'anan arabiyya. Indeed, we have revealed it. We have sent it down to you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This Qur'an in Arabic, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَعْقِلُونَ So you may understand it. Look at how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the Arabic language and he also mentions understanding. For those of us who may not know the Arabic language, learning it with the intention of understanding the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the only book that has no doubt in it, Every letter is true. Surely there is a great reward for one who learns it with this intention. Allah Jalla wa Ala then says, نَحْنُ نَقُصُّ عَلَيْكَ أَحْسَنَ الْقَصَصِ O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we narrate to you, we reveal to you the best of stories. بِمَا أَوْحَيْنَا إِلَيْكَ هَذَا الْقُرْآنِ From what we have revealed to you in this Qur'an. So we find that this story, the story of Yusuf alayhi salam, Allah jalla wa'ala calls it the best of stories. In the story, we find that many different things are mentioned. We see Yusuf alayhi salam as a young boy, how he is, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has favored him with certain things. We look at his relationship between him and his father. We also get a glimpse when it comes to his brothers and what may occur between brothers in terms of jealousy, etc. We also see how Yusuf is tried and tested when it comes to the woman who wants to seduce him. We find Yusuf later on in prison. We then find Yusuf is called by the king and so on and so forth. One who truly ponders over this surah, the best of stories, will find that there is most definitely something in the surah that he is able to relate to 
in his own life. Allah Jalla wa'ala then says, وَإِن كُنْتَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِ لَمِنَ الْغَافِلِينَ And you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, before we revealed to you these verses, you were unaware, you didn't know about these stories. Allah Jalla wa'ala then begins the story of Yusuf alayhi salam. He says, إِذْ قَالَ يُوسُفُ لِأَبِيهِ When Yusuf alayhi salam told his father, addressing his father, يَا أَبَتِي إِنِّي رَأَيْتُ أَحَدَ عَشَرَ كَوْكَبًا Oh my father, I have seen in my dream eleven stars, وَالشَّمْسَ وَالْقَمَرَ And I have seen the sun and the moon. All of these things, رَأَيْتُهُمْ لِي سَاجِدِينَ I have seen them prostrating to me. Look at how Yusuf alayhi salam approaches his father. He tells his father about something he has seen. And this should be the relationship between a father and son or a child and a parent where you are able to consult your parents when it comes to anything. You are able to tell them and bi'ithnillah they will guide you to what is best. So Yaqub alayhi salam after hearing this dream knowing that this was glad tidings for Yusuf alayhi salam. He says, قَالَ يَا بُنَيَّ Oh my son, لَا تَقْصُصْ رُؤْيَاكَ عَلَىٰ إِخْوَتِكَ Don't tell your brothers about this dream. فَيَكِيدُوا لَكَ كَيْدًا Because this may cause them, or it will cause them to plot and plan against you. إِنَّ الشَّيْطَانَ لِلْإِنسَانِ عَدُوٌ مُبِينٌ Indeed, shaytan is a clear enemy for man. Look at how Yaqub is advising Yusuf to keep this dream, this dream that has goodness in it. He's telling him to keep it a secret. Don't tell his brothers. And from this we learn that whenever there is something good that we may attain or we're trying to do something good and there may be others who we know may become jealous or they may try to prevent and block us. We should keep these things to ourselves. And as we progress, as we attain, if they have to hear about it, they hear about it. The main thing is we try to avoid people unnecessarily harming us and troubling us and being jealous about us, especially when it comes to something that may still come in the future. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us. Yaqub alayhi salam then carries on addressing Yusuf alayhi salam. He says, وَكَذَلِكَ يَجْتَبِيكَ رَبُّكَ in the same way Allah Jalla wa'ala has given you glad tidings through the stream, He will select you, He will choose you. الأحاديث, and He will teach you how to interpret the dreams. And He will complete His favor upon you. And as we will see later on, Yusuf salam was granted a lot in this world and the next. And in the same way, he completes this favor upon you and the family of Ya'qub. As he completed his favor or bestowed his favor upon your forefathers, Ibrahim wa Ishaq, Ibrahim alayhi salam and Ishaq alayhi salam. Inna rabbaka alimun hakim. Indeed, your Lord is most knowledgeable. He knows everything. Hakim and he is most wise. In this verse, we find how Yusuf is the son of a Nabi, Ya'qub And his forefathers were also Anbiya and messengers. His grandfather, Ishaq His uncle, Ismail His great-grandfather, Ibrahim And Allah 
most definitely granted this whole family. He bestowed upon them his favors. Also, what's interesting in this verse, Ya'qub is giving his son glad tidings, basically telling him that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will choose you in the same way he chose your forefathers and he will grant you so much. At the end of the verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Indeed, your Lord is most knowledgeable, most wise. What happens in the story? Does Yusuf attain everything immediately? Is there some sort of hardship? Is there some sort of difficulty? What happens to him? Here we are informed that he has been chosen by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are also informed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most knowledgeable. He knows everything and he is most wise. As we all know, Yusuf goes through many difficulties before he attains this ni'mah and these bounties from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The point being that a person should know that when you are going through hardship and difficulty, remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is alimun hakim. He knows everything that's going on and he is all wise. So he knows that you are going through this difficulty. He knows somebody is troubling you. He knows this has gone wrong for you. But at the same time, he is all wise. He knows when the ease will come to you. He also knows that for my servant, for him to attain this greatness, he will have to go through certain difficulties. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us all goodness and beneficial knowledge. Bi'ibnillah, in the next episode, we will see what goes on in the house of Ya'qub alayhi salam. What do the brothers tell Ya'qub alayhi salam and what happens to Yusuf alayhi salam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us all goodness. Ameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallama wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.